What's up, peeps? As always, I'm your host, Lee Bence, and thank you so much for joining us on the AEW Insider. We got a crazy show this week. Somebody was arrested at Raw. Wrestlers are getting death threats. It's just going crazy with all this wrestling going on. Uh, definitely check us out on all our social media. It's the AEW Insider on Facebook and YouTube, and the AEW Insider 1, as in the number 1, on Twitter. Alright, let's get into some AEW news. This week's Road to TNT Episode 3 was okay. Uh, they kicked it off by shining a spotlight on the AEW Women's Championship match. They focused on Riho or Riho. I really don't get her. I don't dig her. I don't think there's anything special about her. With all the other talents that they've been using a female once from overseas, I thought they were a lot better than her. So in that match for the AEW Women's Championship match, I gotta go with Nyla Rose for the win. Uh, they also covered the card for the first night on TV. A new match was signed. It's going to be my dog, MJF, fighting Brandon Cutler. You know, Brandon Cutler has some moves in a ring. He's been posting videos on Twitter the last couple of months, and he's been fucking killing it. But he's not ready for my dog, MJF. Uh, I love the new set they had. They had Tony Schiavone doing the control room when he does announcements, what have you. And even though it's a green screen, you can't tell. But the graphic behind it, the set, is awesome. Uh, Schiavone did an interview with MJF, and it was hilarious as always. He ripped Brandon Cutler and new a-ho verbally. I loved every second of it. They also covered the tag team title tournament and the bracket. Uh, you got to check out our social media if you haven't seen a bracket yet. It's going to be a kick butt tournament. We will be in Philadelphia for some of those matches on October 16th. We will get to see Jungle Boy and the, versus the Lucha Brothers. And then also SCU versus the Best Friends. And a winner of that match will fight the Dark Order. I don't know if, oh, I apologize if the Jungle Boy thing isn't right. I apologize. But we do get to definitely see SCU and Best Friends. And there's another match or two too. So I apologize. But we're going to see there. So definitely stay tuned to the channel. Because we're going to have coverage of it. And we're going to Geno's subs right after. And hopefully we'll run into some few wrestlers. We'll see. Uh, this week's Being the Elite was not great. It had SCU deciding who's going to fight out of the three in a tournament. And, of course, they didn't say who. And it did spotlight Kenny Omega still losing his mind. And it was really, it wasn't that great. Uh, Brandy Rhodes did release another episode of her show she does called Shot of Brandy. That's when she'll have some, a star over and they'll make, like, a cool drink or something good to eat for adults. Uh, it did have this uh, week's episode had Dr. B Britt Baker, Miss Adam Cole, baby. Bay. And her and Brandy did make lamb with mint sauce. It was a decent episode. Check it out because Brandy's awesome. AEW has been very smart advertising-wise, and I always said Vince is about business and making money. does not matter how bad he split up with somebody, how bad people left them bad terms with his company, wrestlers, business people, what have you. When they're ready to come back, Vince takes them back because he knows it's going to draw ratings and it's going to make money for all parties. Same with advertising. He didn't be like, how have they been banning AEW here and there, blah, blah, blah. He didn't stop the, pe the people who play, uh, what you call the TV people who actually play Monday Night Raw or NXT, what have you, USA will say. He didn't stop them from taking advertising money from AEW. Because if you watch NXT Live last night on USA, an AEW commercial appeared during the show and 
and right after, which is fucking awesome. Uh, what you call it? I mean, that's what you got to do. It's amazing because fans of who are watching see Jericho. They see Dean, uh, excuse me, John Moxley, a.k.a. Dean Ambrose. You know what I mean? They see Dustin Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, and like, hey, man, I know those guys. Let's watch. So I definitely give kudos to both parties. And this is how you build competition. And in the end, both sides will profit. It's good shit. AEW officially released their name for the weekly Wednesday night television show, and I've been reporting the same name for eight months since they trademarked it. But it is called Wednesday Night Dynamite, baby. Uh, Kenny Omega will be fighting AAA champion Phoenix for his championship in Mexico on October the 19th. All right, let's get to some WWE. Monday Night Raw. Bray Wyatt made a lot of appearances on Raw, which is awesome. In one segment, he mentioned getting some friends or more friends, which you know in the end is going to be Harper and Rowan. The Bray, the excuse me, <laughs> can't even talk today. They will be reunited. I'm going to say it. I got to go. All right, probably we will. They will. Instead of be called the Wyatt family, though, I don't know. Why I was going to say that Bryant, but instead of be calling the Wyatt family, I bet you they're going to be called the Firefly family, kind of like the Devil's Rejects. So we got to see what happens with that. Uh, Baron Corbin defeated Chad Gable and did become king of the ring. Maria Kanellis revealed her baby's father and said it was Ricochet. I meant to say her baby's gender, which was a boy, but then she said that the father was Ricochet. So Mike Kanellis called him into the ring and Ricochet beat the shit out of him. But it was just ridiculous. Uh, at the end of the show, Kane came down to rescue Seth Rollins and the Fiend took him out, which is very, very awesome. He took Kane out, so that kicked ass. Real quick on SmackDown, Brock Lesnar made his return, and he does have his sights on Kofi Kingston's championship belt. You know they brought him back for SmackDown on Fox, and you know they probably want a big name like that to be the champion on Fox. So it looks like Kofi definitely might be losing that title soon. Uh, KO served Shane with legal papers about what he's been doing it with to him at work, and he actually fired Shane McMahon, which is a huge work, which we know. Uh, at the end of the show, Daniel Bryan came out and said that he's a liar. He had nothing to do with the Roman Reigns thing. And Eric Rowan came out. They exchanged words. And then Luke Harper attacked Daniel Bryan from the back. And WWE is just not calling him Harper anymore. They're not calling him Luke Harper again. Roman Reigns came in, and he got the crack picked out of him, too. They were both laid out, and it was decent this week, even though the ratings weren't for SmackDown. Uh, what was really cool about this week was that all their main shows were above average to me. And Triple H nor Vince McMahon were backstage like they always are. Monday Night Raw was entirely run by Paul Heyman. And SmackDown was run by Eric Bischoff, Bruce Pritchard, Michael P.S. Hayes, and the head writer of the writing team. If you ask me, they should do that more often, to be honest. WWE has filed a new trademark. It is follow that, my friend. And they also trademark FT, excuse me, MF, which Triple H said towards AEW about, you know what I mean, their pay-per-view takeover when it was uh, the same Saturday as the, that they went against each other. You know what I mean? He's telling them to follow that because NXT premiered first. So they're going to be probably using it as a show, actually. And if not, definitely for merchandise. So that's crazy, man. These guys just won't stop it. They're at each other's throat. 
Uh, and like I said, the trademark is a reference to the statement Triple H made after NXT TakeOver Cardiff. So it's fucking nuts, man. WWE already released the NXT shirt using that term. So it's crazy. These guys are just nuts. Uh, NXT premiered Wednesday night on USA, which was last night, and it was pretty fucking awesome. Candice LeRae won a four-way women's match, and now she does get a shot at the women's title. But my favorite part of the night was Roderick Strong versus Velveteen Dream, baby. I have been telling you guys for months now that Roderick Strong is the fucking truth. I follow him on the indies. He's just as good or better than Adam Cole. Those guys used to be in crazy rivalries, and he proved it last night. And while doing that, Undisputed completed their mission to have all... All the gold in NXT in the year 2019. So hold that the fuck down, motherfuckers. And they, uh, what you call it, Undisputed stood in the stage, dripped in all that gold as they were promised. So it was awesome. Uh, NXT UK made an appearance in the show. Pete Dunne was there, Imperio, plus their leader, Walter, the NXT UK champ. Leo Rush made his return last night. After being in a doghouse for months for crazy antics on social media and bitching about the money he was making in WWE and the company itself, WWE would not release him, but they let his punk ass sit home for a few months. So here he is now with his second chance in WWE. Um, I follow Rush on the indies too. He's really, really good. You might not like the cat, but he's a huge talent. Uh, let's hope he can make the best out of his third chance. Uh, good, which called it was good last night um he did want a shot at the cruiserweight title and after the show triple h himself called leo a money performer and said he's glad he's in nxt uh, Matt Riddle and Killian Dane continued, continued their hardcore kick-ass rivalry, uh, and then other people came from backstage, so the show went off the air, where pretty much the locker room cleaned out just fighting. And also it was announced that my baby Kota Kai will be back from injury next week. NXT might be live, it might be an extra hour long, but it has the same look, vibe, and feel is why we love it. And I'm super fucking stoked about this. A lot of people are saying it's like ECW, which definitely isn't a bad thing. Alright, let's take a break real quick. I've got more WWE's news, a lot more, about the guy who got arrested at Raw, plus more. I've got some Ring of Honor news, I believe. If not Ring of Honor, no, Ring of Honor wasn't that great this week. I have NWA news. we got to talk about Bloodsport 2, what have you. So definitely check us out on all social media. Some of our sources that I do get my information from online and in print are like eWrestling.com, Fightful.com, Web is Jericho, Wrestle Talk, Sam Roberts, Sportsters.com, Cage Side Seat, and PW Insider. All right, peace. Remember, the AEW Insider. We'll be back with the second half of the show. All right, peace. We're back with the AEW Insider. Let's get back to some WWE news. WWE announced two specials to debut on Fox. The first is September 27th. It will be SmackDown's Greatest Hits. And it is hosted by The Miz and Charlotte Flair. Then on September 29th, it will be WrestleMania's Legendary Moments. And it will be narrated by none other than the Doctor of Thugonomics, John Cena. There's also a rumor that they might be doing a third special before, uh, what you call it, it does debut on Fox, SmackDown, so that'll be dope. 
Uh, rumors are running rampant, and they were reported by Dave Meltzer. The reason Cedric Alexander has been losing after being pushed is that Vince McMahon wants it. Vince chooses to bury Cedric, but we all know that Paul Heyman loves him. So let's see what happens. That's why you got us push in the first place. So hopefully Vince phases out to XFL, and it's not too late for Paul Heyman to keep pushing Cedric. Uh, but Vince does love Chad Gable, and he does want to give him a good push. So, I mean, it's a good thing and bad thing. Both of them are both awesome. So I, both they hope, I hope they both get their due. On a serious note, Baron Corbin received legit death threats because he gave the man, a.k.a. Becky Lynch, his move the end of days. After it was over with, he went on social media to see how people reacted, and he was literally getting fucking death threats. Some of you people need to get lives and hobbies. Somebody needs to lock those fucking weirdos up, to be honest. Speaking of Corbin, the Viper Randy Orton took to Twitter Tuesday night to give him props. This is what he said about Corbin. Hate to say it, but he's one of the few that gets the art. Talking about being the heel, the business, wrestling, what have you. I don't know what happened, or if he got so much feedback, or fans got in his ear, what have you. But a day later, Orton took to his Twitter, and in response to what he said about Corbin the day before, he said, I would like to retract this statement. I had been drinking heavily, and I would like to apologize to my peers. That's fucking insane. I don't know what happened with that. Well, the commentators are being moved around like crazy behind the scenes, like I told you they would in the past. For the only definite right now that I'm hearing is on SmackDown, because that's going to be their flagship number one show anymore, because it's on Fox. They're going back to a two-man team, and it will be Michael Cole and Corey Graves. Now, these are rumors from what I hear about the rest of the NXT team. I mean, the commentated teams. A rumor for Raw is that NXT UK commentator Vic Joseph and Dino Madden uh, yeah, you don't know who Dio Madden is? Well, he used to be an NXT wrestler, and he began commentating on 205 a few weeks ago, and they're already ready to have him commentate Raw. So if it sticks, which I hope it doesn't, it's going to be Vic Joseph and Dio Madden hosting Raw. Uh, we know Fox is high on Renee Young and wants to host a show for them. The rumors are that her and Kathy Kelly will be working together on the WWE studio show for Fox Sports 1 says PW Insider. Kelly would split her time between Los Angeles for that and Orlando for NXT. It looks like Becky Lynch might be moving to SmackDown. Two advertisements for live shows after SmackDown debuts on Fox shows her in both the posters with her belt at that, but the belt could be taken out, but it shows her definitely. And then the first one also showed a couple wrestlers, male wrestlers, and they were in the second one too. So even though cards could be subject to change, what have you, maybe one or two at the most could get moved, but definitely those advertisements are always spoilers. So there's some spoilers for your draft. Becky Lynch is definitely going on SmackDown, and we'll see about the rest. You can check those out on my social media. Uh, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose are legit launching their own The Mandy's Donuts. I'm a huge fan of their YouTube show. It's when, because you know wrestlers, of course, they travel from town to town. Well, her and Sonya love donuts. So every town they go to, they literally go to a donut shop and get a shitload of donuts plus other stuff. They try it in a car and they give us their rating for it. So uh, they actually did a real business. What it is is donuts that you order online. 
They have an amazing head chef at the helm, and they have healthy donuts and regular ones for us fatties. Check out the latest video in which they discuss it. Uh, it's on both our social medias. People have been wondering what the Hardys will do once their contract is up in March. AEW, Stay With WWE, Ring of Honor, New Japan. Well, it looks like one of their fates has been decided, at least until the year 2021. Jeff Hardy does owe the WWE a one year of injury time. He's been injured twice since he came back. So even though Matt will be free to leave next March if he chooses to, Jeff is stuck until 2021. So, I mean, Matt will be a free agent. Is he going to stay with his bro, or is he going to be broken in some other promotion? Shoot, they both got a second chance at WWE. Matt's been injured once, too. Jeff Hardy has at least two, maybe three incidents with arrest and alcohol being involved since he returned. If I was them, I would just stay there, milk all that fucking big money, and live with my families for the rest of their lives. Fuck that. Alright, let's get on to some NWA news. NWA released a new logo for their upcoming TV, TV tapings in Atlanta, Georgia on September 30th and October 1st. I like it. It's a classic NWA looking uh, logo and they did spotlight a new signee that they have. Uh, check out their episode of 10 Pounds of Gold this week. This new guy that they're trying to push is named Ricky Starks. You can tell it's NWA's attempt as a mi- of a mixture of Velveteen Dream and Sunny Kiss. He says he's straight and he calls himself Stroke Daddy, but he's very, very flamboyant. So be on the lookout for Ricky Starks, peeps. Alright, some news real quick. Big Cass uh, went on social media. We all, I reported what happened to him about him bugging out in the locker room again, thinking somebody stole his shit, the cops checking his char- car for drugs, the ambulance. Well, he used Enzo Amore's Twitter because he knows he has more followers than him probably to release a statement. And this is what Big Cass had to say. To my fans in all concern, I have been very honest with my past struggles and it has been an ongoing battle. On Saturday night, I obviously let my demons get the better of me and I have ruined an important night for a really great guy in an unfortunate series of events. I have worked incredibly hard to get where I am and even harder to overcome my ongoing battle with depression. But I will work my absolute hardest to right the wrongs of Saturday night and apologize to Kevin Matthews, Pat Buck, Joey Janela, and the entire WrestlePro locker room and all, and all parties evolved from the bottom of my heart. I'm getting help from my family and friends as we figure it will be in good faith uh, if I do do that. Uh, and he's also going to be getting professional help in the near future. And I ask all please to respect my privacy in the meantime. When and if I emerge as a public figure, I would do so and I hope to inspire those who struggle with the same mental issues. I do to, I do to seek the help they need. If Tyson Fury... It says if Tyson Fury, I have no idea what that means, but that's what he said. Uh, Peace and love, William Patrick Morrissey III. So I think he quoted somebody, so I apologize at the end. I'm just reading this shit. But anyway, right now he's stepping away from wrestling. Who knows how long it's going to take, what have you. 
if you listen to the show, you know I'm a huge big Cass and Enzo Mark. You know, they're the best Enzo more so. But Cass is awesome, man. His girl fucking what you call Carmella did him dirty when he was injured. He fucked up. He got booted. Him and Enzo worked really hard. They got back together. And then he fucked up again. Uh, my daughter and I actually met his mother and his stepfather and their friend at the parking garage at SummerSlam a couple years back in Brooklyn, which was really, really dope. So we wish him the best, man. He needs to stay away from Raw and get his shit right. Because I know Enzo's pissed because they're a package deal a lot of times and they were definitely talking to WWE and this just fucked it up. So who knows? Best of luck, though, Big Cass. Uh, this past Saturday, as I reported, Josh Barnett held his Bloodsport 2 tournament in Atlantic City and it was a fucking hit. Fans loved it and they want more. Good job, man. It is a really cool event to watch. If you have not seen Barnett's Bloodsport 1 or 2, you have to ASAP. It is a shoot-style pro wrestling at its finest, and it's a needed dose of something different. All right, real quick, as I wrap up the show, I want to take a moment to thank all you fans. You guys are great, and you give me the motivation to continue doing this. As a special shout-out to a super fan, he's been killing it in our WWF, uh, excuse me, on our AEW fan group on Facebook. His name is Manuel Esquivel. Manuel, thank you for showing so much love to the AEW Insider. You're a top fan, my bro. Please keep up the good work and keep supporting us from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Uh, he has been a huge supporter, like I said, in our AEW fan group. Uh, if any of you peeps want to shout out on the show, have questions, want me to talk about something, join us in our AEW group. Hit us up on social media. You already know the deal. Um, if you definitely want all WWE wrestling, check out Jabber Jabber Wrestling Universe. If you like sports, baseball, football, blah, 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 all that. Check out the 570 Sports Show. They're both on Facebook. And definitely check out our social media. Show us some love, people. We got some new subscribers this week on YouTube and all that. It's building slowly but surely. It's the AEW Insider on Facebook and YouTube and the AEW Insider 1 as a number one on Twitter. As always, I'm your host, Lee Bentz. I will be back this weekend with a YouTube wrestling show, also a new Movies and More show, and I'm working on uh, 31 movies to watch in the month of October. So definitely stay tuned to the AEW Insider, peeps. Ciao.